Hey, I'm Crystal Hammond, and you're listening to the Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Welcome to Chasing Dreams podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Dream Chasers, this is Amy J, and thank you so much for tuning in to episode 61 of Chasing Dreams. And I'm bringing a friend onto the show, as many of the guests have been, from a past life I had while I was at the patent office. And her name is Crystal Hammond. She was my mentor. She is a friend, and she is so many, many other things. Uh, she's an engineer. She went to Ohio State University. She has a degree in electrical and computer engineering. She took seven years to get those degrees. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that because a lot of people take time to get their degrees. So don't go looking at, hey, it took her more than four years. You know, I know a number of people who have taken more than four years. And you know what? doesn't matter because nobody asks how long did it take you to get your degree. That's just a dumb question. So she's also an awesome landlord with her three units and counting. I mean, I don't know where she has the time amongst everything else because she used to be a day trader. She's a side hustle queen. She's a paid Zumba instructor, insanity instructor. She started her blog on May 16th, 2011. She loves to travel and has already been to 17 countries and islands. She loves cooking. She's treasurer of the USPTO chapter of the National Society of Black Engineers. And she recently helped a friend lose 50 pounds and others start their own blogs. I mean... I don't know where she sleeps, and that's what I find about a lot of dream chasers, I guess. They don't like sleep, and, and maybe she's the same. But guys, welcome Crystal Hammond to the show. Crystal, what's going on? Why, thank you, Amy, for the awesome um, welcome. Not much. How are you? Well, I seem to to be, you know, when I when I listed your traits and the things you had going on, I was feeling kind of lazy myself. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you have a lot going on. I mean, do you have free time and by that I mean things outside of this oh yes I love happy hour happy hour is one of my favorite 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 pastimes but I think I'm I'm a rare person that I actually like pen and paper so I actually have a a day planner where I write everything down every single day like every day I write down how much I weigh what I eat how much I've spent how I felt after each meal did I have pimples on my forehead? Like, I'm pretty obsessed with everything that I do every day. So but, I'm like a, a, I run it like a tight ship, I'd say. So would you say that you have a permanent record or log of your life? Pretty much, yes. I can go back and say, oh, on June 4th, 2006, oh, I was here, 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 and I ate this, this, this. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty good on everything that I do. <laughs> so that's interesting. So have you always had that kind of a mentality? No, never. I don't know. It's just I guess it evolved into that, I guess I want to say. Well, okay, so let's talk about what you have going on because the fact that you're recording all of this and there's a record, a permanent record, 
of what you have going on, let's start back at the beginning of these records, probably. You took seven years to graduate computer and electrical engineering. <sighs> yes. and Not typical. Was, I went through... No, it's not. And I went through a couple of schools because um, I grew up the south, on the south side of Chicago. I'm a product of the Chicago public school systems. A lot of people don't believe me when I say that, but I thought I was smart when I got to college. Um, I went to the University of Illinois at first, and that was a reality check for me. I flunked out not once but twice. I am so, so happy to say that because a lot of people are really, really afraid to admit their failures. And it happened to someone else I knew that went to college and they didn't tell me. And I'm almost, I was like, well, why didn't you tell me? I could have learned from your mistakes if you would have told me, like, you know, that's what college was like. The first time I flunked out, of course, I was crushed. I'm like, I'm smart. I was number two in my class when I graduated. This doesn't happen to people like me. But then it totally increased my work ethic because um, I went to the community college and I got straight A's at the community college. So when I got back in and got kicked out, flunked out the second time, I was like, okay, it's not you, it's me. So I took it upon myself. It's like, it's time for a change. So that's when an opportunity um, arose at Ohio State. And I ended up transferring there. But at first, I went to the, the community college in Columbus, Ohio, and I transferred all of my credits from U of I there. And then I got my associate's degree. And then I went on to get my eventually my bachelor's degree. But from start to finish, that was a seven year time span. But I wouldn't trade it for anything because I learned so much. Um, I grew up, I'd say, and I learned a lot. So you went through different things and, and, and it happened right naturally. You moved from one to the other. You learned some lessons. But did you ever feel like so many people today don't necessarily have to have a degree and they're living comfortable, productive lives. They're happy. Did you ever get frustrated and think, you know, hey, let me throw in the towel now for this and start something else? No. And that's the funny thing about it, because I just knew I knew I knew. Like when I was younger, when we took my older brother off to college, how old was he? he was six years older than me. And I was like, wait a minute. He can he gets to actually stay here and we give him money and he doesn't have to come back home. So I knew like whatever this college thing is, I know I want to go one day. And then I was obsessed with magazines like the housing, the home magazines. And I was like, oh, yeah, I want a nice house like this. So I knew that in order to get a nice house like that, you had to have a degree. Like not necessarily, but that that's what was in my mind, in my head. And the, actually, the frustrating part was when I graduated college and there was no cushy job waiting for me. That was actually when it all, I thought, oh, my God, this was all a lie. I did what I was supposed to do. I got my bachelor's degree in engineering. Now, where is my engineering job? I actually ended up working at the a payday loan check cash advance place. Uh, after I graduated, but my attitude was that my bills still need to be paid. So I'm going to go to this job. I was employee of the month. Like I was happy with my little payday loan job until another, you know, until an actual job opportunity came along that actually kind of sort of utilized my degree. That's where my day trading career started. That's amazing. I mean, because you seem like you were focused and you're moving towards this goal and then you come out and there's nothing there yeah, that I you're think. expecting and a lot of yep. people are, are surprised by that 
Yep, I agree. And even from, from that job, my friend's husband, well, how I got started in the day trading firm was um, they were in Chicago and they were like, hey, you should apply for this job. They hire engineers because uh, my friend's husband was an engineer. So an interview, you never know. So of course I interviewed and they liked me. So I started working there. So that's what got me back to my hometown of Chicago. And I really liked being back home in Chicago too. So that was like, that was a, that was a nice stepping stone also. So you, you, you kind of do this and then you, you end up at the patent office. Right. So the day trading thing didn't, didn't really pan out. And that's what took me into to real estate. Um, and that's when I bought my first property um, in Chicago. It was a duplex. And I don't think anyone would believe me if I told them this story. But when I was looking for a job, I actually looked in the Sunday paper. Every Sunday, I would look in the paper in the, in the want ads. And I saw an ad saying, you know, they were looking for engineers. And so I was like, oh, I'm on a, I have a degree in electrical and computer engineering. Maybe I should go check this, you know, info session out because they had an info session in Chicago. So I went to that info session and I guess the rest is history because I didn't know anybody at the patent and trademark office. Um, I went to that info session and had an interview. The interview was awesome. The guy was like, oh, you would, you would move to the Washington, D.C. area? And, you know, because he said it was in Alexandria, Virginia. And I was like, I don't know where Alexandria is, <laughs> but me and my stuff, we will be there. I actually thought it was a scam. And I was like, that's not true. I was like, well, I'll see if I really receive like an email and an offer letter. Because I really did. I thought it was too good to be, to be true. Because, you know, most government jobs, it's like, it's who you know and things like that. Sure. But nope. The Sunday paper, that's how I got my, my, my government engineering job, the Sunday paper. That's, that's that old school way of it doing is. things. I don't believe it myself. I do not believe it myself. <laughs> that's crazy. But you, you weren't doing that solely, though. So you, ha you have your, your duplex, you have a job. I know when I did the initial part of the uh, USPTO, mm -hmm. it was like information overload, right? It's, it's a whole new mindset. You're reviewing things. That's, that's kind of what we did or I did. And it's a whole new, there, there were deadlines to meet. There were things to do and it was a little stressful, just a little bit and it's overwhelming. And so I was always exhausted afterwards. But when, when I met you, you were teaching Zumba. You were yeah. still doing the, the PTO thing. You had houses at that part I, th I think you had one apartment I don't think you had three at the time and you just yeah. kept I don't know where you found the energy to do all this well that in comes my my day planner um because before yeah I never used to keep track of anything um like I do now I'm almost like a a day planner Nazi because I even have a custom one that one of my best friends she actually specifically created for me and I love it because it has everything that I need, but that that's exactly what it took because I mean, I would get exhausted myself. I'm still, I still have days where I'm very, very, very frustrated, but my, my planner keeps me in track. Um, it helped me remember that I had my seven thirty with you today. 
So I, I just write everything down and I even make it clear to, to people. I'm like, yeah, I'll have to check my calendar. If it's okay with my calendar, yes, yes. But I never say yes until I have a chance to look at my planner. And plus there are other things too, just like sewing. I just got back into sewing. So um, some days it's like, ooh, I'm going to a party. I want to make a skirt or ooh, I want to make a dress. It's like no matter how tired you are or how tired you think you are, when you have passion for something, it doesn't feel like work. It's fun. It's like, I can't imagine my day without this, you know? And I know you probably feel about that way about your podcast. Mm-hmm. It's like, really, there are things in your life that you're like, I can't imagine going a day without that. And that's how I feel about Zumba blogging and things like that. And it's like, I can't imagine going a week without Zumba. Like, it's, it's just something that I love. And there is always, always, always time. For, for that thing that I love. But how did you discover what you love? Right. Did you, that, did you already have an interest in them and knew that that was something you wanted to do? Not necessarily. Cause, and it's funny that Obama, he's the one I got this phrase from. Cause he did say, it's like, sometimes the time picks you. Sometimes you, you don't know until you're called for the duty. Cause even for, for Zumba, um, the first time I went to a class, I fell in love with it. I was like, Oh yeah, this is a class. Like, I like this class and I always had to be in a front row. Like if someone was in my spot, I'd, you know, overcrowd their space. So they knew to get out of my way. <laughs> um, and then one day uh, the instructor was like, Hey, you know, I'm not going to be teaching this class forever, but you should get certified. And I'm like, oh, what me? No, I could never teach this. And I'm like, hold on, <laughs> let me get up front though. And then since that day, like, you know, the rest is history. And it's like, um, when you when when I pick side hustles, because I have like a thousand side hustles, but you just always look around to think, okay, what am I always helping people with? What do people always ask me to help them do? Like, where can I share my knowledge? Um, and then that that's how you find your 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 niche, like your things that you want to do is just things that that it's not work to you comes natural to you. Because just like a Zumba routine, I can see a Zumba routine and remember it like you know, snaps fingers, but what, Tybo and things like that, there's no way on earth I can do any of that. Body pump, no way. If you put me in a gym with weights, that time would go so slow because I'd have no idea what to do. So it's a matter of just finding your comfort zone, find what clicks with you and just, you know, run with it. Take it and run with it. Now, I listed like a number of your side hustles, but one of them was also your blog. Yes. And that's, that's actually how, how we kind of connected a little bit. I know. That is interesting. It's like when, because we were men, I was your mentor and it was like when we would get together, we wouldn't talk about work. We'd talk about <laughs> like blogging and everything else. We really did. <laughs> oh, that was funny. <laughs> I mean, she is a good mentor to anybody who's at the USPTO and has her as a mentee. <laughs> she, she is a good mentor. She did help me with stuff work-wise it's just we connected and bonded over the fact that at the time we were both blogging and I I can't remember if I had just started out or not but you know we both had this thing we enjoyed and we related to it and you were telling me about blogger conference and you were just about to attend I think blogger 14 maybe I think so yeah I've been to a few of those but even blogging also, because um, my old um, office mate, um, we had offices, 
Elvis made, she was reading uh, Budgets Are Sexy. That was her blog and mm-hmm. uh, Enemy of Debt. So they had a holiday cash giveaway. Um, it was in 2010, December of 2010. She's like, hey, they have a contest you, sh- you should enter. And I entered their contest and I ended up winning the contest. And so the more that I read their blogs, I'm like, hey, I think I could write a blog. I was like, people ask me a lot of the same kind of questions that these guys are asked and the questions that they answer. And then from there, like by March of that next year, May, I had, I started my own blog and I've been blogging, I guess, ever since. Now you actually haven't had an easy time though, blogging. No. Yeah. I've lost everything twice and started all over from scratch twice. Now, but the world is an internet. So when you say you lost everything, what do you mean? Oh yes. So, um, I thought, well, first of all, there was like when you start your blog, you need to protect it from, um, let's see, all the hackers and the spam bots and things like that. So they had actually gotten a hold of my blog and they were sending out, I guess, like spam emails and things like that. So they, I get a message like, hey, your blog um, is sending spam. We had to shut it down, you know. And I was like, oh, no, not me. Like, I don't even know. I didn't even know what spam was back then. So they shut my blog down, so I had to start all over. Because um, at first I was sophisticatedtaxpayer.com. Now I'm sophisticatedfender.com. And so the, so the second time I thought I had everything down, but then the same thing happened. And I thought I was backing up my blog, but I was not. But now I make sure that um, all of my updates, like when you have a blog and you log in, make sure you hit that update button because the update is not to frustrate you. It's to protect you from the new hackers. There's new age hackers every day. So they protect you from the hackers. But luckily, thanks to working at the patent and trademark office, I know about the Wayback Machine. So I was actually able to go back and look at my old, you know, screenshots of my blog posts. And then I was able to capture things that I had written about previously. So it wasn't a complete, complete loss because I at least had a screenshot of what I've written about for some of them. And then I also also made sure that I subscribed to my own blog. So I'd at least have an email record of um, my old posts. And so I could keep track of spam, I guess. But I guess I wouldn't, I wasn't sending spam to myself. I guess I was spending, sending spam to everyone else. Which, you know, I, I got to say, you are very resilient. <laughs> no, seriously. That's I mean, a good way to put it. Yeah. I, seven years for, for your degree, your blog gets thrown off twice and you keep coming back to do it. And that doesn't count. Yeah, like even the patent bar, we have to pass the patent bar. I had to take that four times before I passed. Even the fitness exam, I failed the fitness exam the first time I took it because you take a physical exam. I was, I passed, I aced the physical exam. So then after the physical exam, they're like, okay, now it's time for your 50 question written exam. And I'm like, oh, we have a written exam. Oops. So I definitely failed that with flying colors. So I had to start all over and take that all over again. So I don't know what it is with me, but yeah, I don't let failure stop me. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Now I made a mistake. Now I know what you're not supposed to do. Let's do it right the next time or the next time or however many times it takes. Did you have that kind of mentality in like high school? Well, I would say my my grammar school, I was so shy. 
even anyone listening to this that went to grammar school or high school knows like I was the shyest person on earth. I was a nerd kid, like mostly straight A's, um, but I I didn't go outside the box. I didn't go outside of the fold. I think I waited till college to really try to explore and figure out like who I was, what I liked. I was just doing what you were supposed to do. Like, you know, I did stuff to not get in trouble, not make my mom mad, you know, do my homework, things like that. All throughout, I would say I just did what you're supposed to do. So finally, it took, I I would say I bloomed later in life because then I figured out, hey, this is actually what I want to do. Let's figure out what Crystal wants to do. Let's figure out what Crystal actually likes. Let's figure out what I want to do, not what I'm supposed to do. And I think that was the difference in, I guess, how I grew. Yeah, that's a, that's, not everybody has that. Not everybody has that kind of experience. So, and that's so credit to you and the fact that you've already learned it and that you're doing it. Listen, I'm still reeling from the fact that you have a physical daily reminder record of your life. I mean, most people make it digital. If I spill water on it, I'm screwed. And that's what people say. They're like, you know, your cell phone can keep track of all that for you. And I'm like, no, I need to see it. I need to see it all at once in writing. You know, I get that. So do you even, do you take a photo of it and like upload it to the same, something like Evernote so that it kind of, you have a backup of your physical copy? I I do not. And I probably should. Because I even, I need to start posting pictures too of my gym bag. Almost every, at least once a month, if not a couple times a month, I'm like, okay, what's been spilled in my gym bag? Like I've reached into my gym bag and it's all wet. So luckily I don't keep my day planner in my bag. And I know to always write in ink, not the, like the, you know, like the marker type ink pens. Oh yes. Definitely run. Oh, those are the worst. Yes. Ink pens do not run. So you, if you see me with my planner, you see that I'm writing with an ink pen so that I know it'll dry and it still be legible. (laughs) You can trust that brand. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes, ink. <laughs> so let's talk about your blog and the things you're doing. Because uh, you have a great look. and I, I've seen the previous ones. And it's still going strong. Why did you approach your blog this way? Because you actually do something consistently for this. You have your stats and your blog. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing with this blog? Why you kind of put this out there in the sense of in this way? Because you're really sharing a lot about yourself here. I do. My whole goal is sharing and honesty. Like so many people are embarrassed um, of so many things they've been through. And my I'm on team hashtag like don't be embarrassed, like share, learn, you know, help someone else. Because like I'm not afraid to admit I've been evicted before, but I own three units like that that doesn't just because if you if you're evicted that doesn't mean you can't own real estate I've been through so much terrible 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 credit um things like that I've cleaned it up so someone can learn from what I learned I didn't have the internet back when I was trying to clean up my credit um there are a lot of things I didn't have so now um all these resources are out there I love sharing my story And I try to make people's lives easier because being healthy is not easy. Going to the gym is not easy. A lot of things that I do, it's not easy. I have good days. I have bad days. But 
I want you to know that there's someone having the same day that you're having. There's someone that's in the same, that's either in the same boat or have they've been in the same boat and they're coming out of the boat or going into the boat. So I want to learn from you and I want you to learn from me. So I'm just sharing like honest, raw knowledge, trial and error. A lot of times it's more error than trial, but um, I just like sharing my story and I love reading other people's blogs. I love hearing other people's stories. Like this is a huge world and we have so much to give to each other. So it's like the more I share, the more I receive, like the more I give, the more I receive. So the more I give of myself, I'm noticing that I get it back 2000 fold. So I'll share till I'm blue in the face just because I learn so much from other people and it's so helpful. So I see how, how helpful it is. Like when you hide things, and you're not honest, like it's a burden that you carry and it's stress that you carry also. So being free and honest, like when you're telling your friends, no, I don't want to go out tonight because, you know, I don't have the money or I don't want to go out tonight because, you know, I can't eat like that. I don't want to gain two pounds tonight. I want to cook tonight, you know, and not gain any extra weight. So I really love being honest with my friends about that too. And even when you're like, hey, I know I said I'd go with you tonight to the party, but I don't feel like it. I want to sit home and watch Netflix. Like I want that honesty and that dialogue and that transparency, you know, with my friends and my readers so that they know some days, Hey, I didn't feel like posting. I try to post every Monday, Wednesday, Friday, but sometimes it just doesn't happen. You know, life gets in the way, work gets in the way, vacation gets in the way. And so it's just a way of just say, Hey, this is how I am. I want you to accept me how I am and I accept you for who you are. I understand days that, you know, I don't feel like cooking, days I don't feel like talking. You have that right just like I have that right. You know what I mean? So that was my way of creating like a a most open dialogue and honest dialogue of just sharing and coolness, of course. (laughs) Now, did you base it off of any other, uh, I mean, you mentioned one earlier, but I mean, you've gone to FinCon. You've yes, also my favorite. I've been to all of the FinCons, the financial bloggers conferences. I wouldn't miss those for the world. Like that's my favorite, favorite conference ever. Well, having done that and meeting so many different people, right? Because you've also been on Farnoosh Tarabi's uh, podcast. Yes, correct. So you have had this exposure. You've seen other people and how they're doing. Have you been influenced? Do you think by those? Oh, of course. Um, I learn like I'm a constant sponge. I'm a constant learner. And I tend to take away things that connect with me. Just like I used to love watching the Susie Orman show also. I mean, I cut the cord. I don't have cable anymore. So I really don't watch her like I used to. But I take things that I like. And then I put my own spin on things like that, like stuff that connects with me, I run with it. And then things that you know, don't I, you know, I didn't really follow, then I stay away from stuff like that. Like I am totally on team, stay in your lane, like things that I connect with, things that I like. I'm like, yes, this is me. This is my voice. These are my people. And then, you know, other things they are like, yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> so being that you've, you're, you're constant spud, you're absorbing, you're updating your blog accordingly. I mean, you've gone through this journey of progress and evolution with your 
own spending with your blog and how that's come. What have you learned from it with, in regards to your audience? Has that, have you seen a difference? I have. And one of the most important things about blogging um, is you have to listen, 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 like give the people what they want. Um, And it's taken me a while to even realize that myself. Listen and go back and review because it's like the posts that people share, they like, they comment on. That's what you need to do more of. And that's what I'm learning too. And the feedback, I love the feedback. The feedback has been so priceless because a lot of times someone will be like, oh yeah, I saw your post. Like they start conversations and that's, that's the whole point too. It's about to be, you know, it's about being a conversation starter because they'll say, you know, yeah, you wrote the post about how to travel the world without credit card debt, but you missed, you know, some points in there. So I'm like, oh my God, you're so right. Like, it's easy for me to sit and talk to them, talk to their blue in the face. Like sometimes they'll be like, all right, I got to go to the bathroom and they never come back because I talk so much. But it's like (laughs) things that... things that I I think I capture in my writing, I guess, you know, I miss points. So that's why it's important to really, really listen, because now I'm starting to do a better job of connecting a lot of the dots that I miss when I write, because I have a very short attention span. Like if you take me to a movie, I'm going to fall asleep. Like there's there's no question. So I tend to write short blog posts, so I miss a lot of points. So that's when I get the feedback, like, hey, you never explained, you know, X, Y, Z. So I'm like, oh, my gosh, you're right. Um, if I would have I was if I was talking to you in person, I would have, you know, I would have gone into depth with that. So it's like I'm learning how to listen and, you know, change and tailor my posts to, to hit more points also, because I do. I miss a lot. So I'm starting to listen more. And it's really helping me. It's helping me be honest, too, because even with spending, like there was a point in time where I would post all my spending recaps and I would write down every cent that I spent and I posted on the blog. And I'm like, okay, do you really want to buy like a $300 pair of shoes and post on your blog? You just bought a $300 pair of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) It really would. It it, it would uh, keep me honest. So I like blogging because it definitely, it keeps me honest too. <laughs> so what do you want to do next though? Is there, do you have any plans that you're waiting to implement or things you're looking forward to doing? Make that cool million on blogging. No, just nice. <laughs> nice. I, but, I love um, it. Aim high. <laughs> exactly. But since I'm the side hustle queen too, like I'm, I'm trying to do more as far as um, there's a lot of opportunities in the things I normally help people do. Like I helped one of my friends lose 50 pounds. So I'm working on a trained by Crystal um, website. So that's coming soon. And then I've also helped one of my friends start her own blog. So I'm going to start helping people start their own blogs also. So I mean, I've started it. I've lost my blog twice. So I have, a, I have a little bit of knowledge as far as starting a blog and how to keep it and things like that. And everyone knows that I love a good contest. I love a good challenge. Right now I'm doing a food subscription box experiment where I'm trying all the food boxes. Um, I've done HelloFresh and Blue Plate. No, Blue Apron. I always keep calling it Blue, Blue Plate. Blue Apron. I have a Paleo one next. And I got another one. So I'm sharing my experience with those. So I also, I want to write a book also. So it's like, 
that's why I need my planner. It's like I have to write everything down. Even at work at the patent office, I every day I write down what time I get to work, what who I talk to while I'm at work, like what phone calls I take, what cases I turn in, and what time I leave, what time I go to lunch, what time I go to the gym. Like I write everything down just because I really need that personal accountability in my life. So I try to carve out a couple hours also for each task because I sew too again and I want to do a sewing workshop. So that's like two mil. That's item number 2006 on my to-do list. So without my list, nothing will get done. So I definitely have a list and it's like, what are you supposed to be doing right now? That's amazing. Like as a digital mind, I'm like, how does she do it? How does she organize and categorize? And how does she go back and find? There's no search bar, right? You you can't do control F. That's what I like about it because I, of course I doodle, you know, I'll do notes like, oh my God, you, you are amazing, Crystal. Like, you know, I do little shout outs to myself too on my little, in, in my planner notebooks, but I have about a thousand notebooks sitting around here. And I and I love going back to read them because it's like a look into the mind of Crystal. Maybe I'll post a, a screenshot of of my planner so you can see everything. Cause I write, I write it all down. Like if someone found this, they'd know everything about me. <laughs> that, I mean, because <laughs> I I'm just yeah, I think people there. would love to see what you have going on and how you how you do it. I mean, because it works for you. It works. Yep. And, and, like and that's the beauty of it. Going back through everything that you said with all these side hustles and everything you go and I know you're recording it through your book and how you kind of do that. Are you just kind of taking things one day at a time? Because I feel like if something new came up next month, it wouldn't surprise me to find out that you got yeah. into it. Like Wait, each- I would immediately jump on it ever changing and it's funny because I just told a friend of mine that today and I was like just take it one day at a time that's all we can do just like can you imagine if I would have gotten to the 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 um what is it the VHS tape makers Mm. like they just recently shut that down and it's like what do you do do you try to convince the whole world that they need a VHS or do you move on to the next thing and try to you know, convince the world that, okay, those are done. This is what's next. This is what's now. This is what you need. This is why you need it. This is, you know, what's going to make your life better and improve your life. So I do, I do, I take things one thing at a time and I am quick, quick, quick to drop things that don't work because everything, yeah, it doesn't always work. And then I have my days where, you know what, I'm not leaving the house today. I'm not leaving the couch today. And that's fine because, hey, I have that right. It's you've like, earned that right. You've earned exactly. it. Yep. As an adult, you do whatever you want to do when, when you feel it. I mean, as, as the thing I want to make sure everyone understands, Crystal has a day job. She has these 10 million side hustles, but she also uh, is, is living her life and having a great time. Where have you traveled recently? Well, yeah, the last, so I went to, in August, let's see, I went to Barbados. See? Caicos and the Bahamas. And that was cool. And New York, actually, all in one month. And then I went to uh, Paris and Iceland by myself this year. Let's see, I went to St. Croix. I don't remember where else I went just this year. But yes, I love to travel and I love to find cheap deals also. 
Yeah. So that's my biggest, biggest thing is looking for deals. Like you, you plan your trips around a cheap flight and then everything else magically falls into place. That's, that's been my experience. Yeah. Well, you know, definitely not, you know, just all work, work, work. I, I, I've seen your pictures. You look like you're having an amazing time. I try. Yes, 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 yes. Because there has to be a balance. Like, there, work, Crystal with all work would not be a fun person. So there, there definitely has to be a balance. And there are days when, and of course, no one wants to post their, hey, another Sunday at the office. Hey, another Labor Day at the office. Hey, another midnight at the office. No one wants to post, you know, things like that. But when it calls for that, that's what I'm here to do, you know. Number one, you know, I do my job. And then after that, it's fun, fun, and more fun. So there's just a balance. There's a time for everything, just like I've been dealing with clutter. So there's just like there should be a place for everything. There's also a time for everything. So I know that normally at 730, I'm watching Jeopardy. But sometimes, you know, the time calls for you to do other things. So it's just try to try to plan accordingly. Because what is that when you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So plans yes. like never, never underestimate the power of a plan and a mentor too, because I've, I've also had a mentor myself because you do, you need to reach out to someone that's been there, been in your position because that knowledge is priceless. Like there are a lot of things you can never, never, never put a price tag on and knowledge and a listening ear are two very important things that can take you further than you'd ever imagined. All you have to do is just reach out and ask questions. See, and I'm like about to ask the final wrap-up question, but that was deep in and of itself. <laughs> so let, let's see if you do, you have another one or if you want to use that one. But we normally wrap up our episodes by asking, what is one thing you would tell someone who is chasing their dreams? Oh, yes. I would tell someone to just do it, just start. I really, really hate it when people get frustrated and they don't try something because they think it's already been done or it's already been invented or created. And I'm like, no. For instance, Zumba. There's a thousand Zumba classes out there, but there's only one Zumba class taught by Crystal. There's a thousand blogs out there, but there's only one blog written by Crystal. You will find people and you will connect people who love you. They've been waiting to see someone who looks like you, who writes like you, who talks like you, that they will connect with, that they will trust and they will love. So those are the people. It's your job to find those people. You will connect with them. You'll learn from them. You'll learn with them. And then that's when you'll really, really make it, when you really find your target audience. Because people are so afraid to try things. They're like, no, you know, there's already a fitness website. No, there's already a money website. But no, it's, there's not your website. People, they come for you. They know you speak from the heart. Your situation speaks to them. It speaks volumes to them. So that's who you need to write for. You need to write for the person who you used to be. And you're, you're almost kind of talking to yourself, too, because you're like, oh, if I would have known this, you know, this is what I would have wanted to hear. Or even in, in my classes. And I'm like, when I'm in class, this is how I want to be treated when I walk into a class. 
I give everyone eye contact when they come to my class. I give everyone encouragement when they come to my class. And that's what I look for when I go to classes. If I go to a class and I'm not treated that way, I'm leaving, I'm complaining, they're not getting my money. So I know how I want to be treated when I um, walk into a class or I know what I want to read and what I want to learn when I'm searching for blogs. So that's what you need to do. You need to do what you like. You need to do what interests you. And then the people, your tribe, you know, your, your group, they will find you. They will gravitate to you. And then that's your fan club. You're their fan and they're your fan. And you're going to springboard off each other. And you're going to have a great time. So that's what you need to do. You need to to find what you want to do, add your own voice, add your own spin to it, because there's people that are waiting to hear from you. There are people who are waiting to hear your point of view, because all of our stories are different. We've all come from totally different walks of life, and there's someone else who has your same story, that, and they don't have that, that speaking voice for them. So they want to hear from you. So we're all waiting to hear from you. So whatever you want to start, you need to start it because we are waiting on you. Well, all right then. I guess I should stop so that you guys can uh, go about and, and do what we're waiting on. Crystal, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your story, what you're doing, and those words of encouragement because I think there's someone out there who's listening today that needed to hear that. Cool. Thank you. No, no, no. I thank you. You're, you're, the, you're the creator. So thank you for trusting me to talk to your audience about my experiences. Once again, that was Crystal Hammond bringing in the knowledge, her experience, and some wonderful words of advice for you guys. And I hope they help you. Something you guys should know is she is 100% everything you heard today. She is nonstop. She is very focused. She she gets it done. And I think resilient is a fantastic adjective for her. So if you guys want to learn more about Crystal and find out how you can connect with her, go check out the show notes page over at chasingdreamshq.com slash episode 61. That's episode 61. And until next time, guys, keep chasing. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing.